Get on recording. Get on, get with, on it. with it. <laughs> so rude. Come on, Lisa get a big long. Come on, quick sticks, quick sticks. Okay, all right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. It is a podcast. Yay. I am one of the hosts. My name is Claire Isaac. I am joined today by a very rude other host. That's me. Lisa Sinclair. Hi. How are you? Well, I'm cold and I've had two glasses of wine because I've been waiting for you. So. Sorry, I see. <laughs> right, so time is of the essence. It is of the essence. Right, okay. Well, um, today on the podcast... We have yeah. a, big, a big question. Big question. We're going to talk about the uh, aliens, the robots taking over the world. Robots are coming. And they're also going to make your dead, dead people talk to you. Mm. We're going to talk about the challenge that if you can't do it, you'll die, apparently. Right. And uh, we've got some culture club. Some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot. And I did something in my air fryer that you weren't happy about. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds ominous, doesn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Do it. All right. First of all, Lisa. Yeah. It's kind of a news with views because, yeah. but even though it wasn't meant to be, but I think it still it still works. So it's news okay. with views. With views. News with views. News. With views. It's something you sent me, and it's basically they're saying that if you want to. There will come a time when you could turn dead people who you love and miss into your yes. Alexa voice, right? Yes. What do you think? So, yeah, so it's like you could have, you know, if you could have, if your parent was to die, you could have them um, Alexified and then they could read your kid a, gra- a bedtime story, for example. That was yeah. one of the, they've actually done that. They've yeah. actually recreated that. Um I'm, I don't know. (laughs) Look, because of the way my mind works, I automatically sort of went to people who I've loved and lost berating me for, I don't know, drinking too much or something or, um, but they don't just tell you off randomly now, do they? The Alexis, they don't go, Hey Lisa, that's your second glass of wine. I think you should slow it down if you're not going to eat now or something like that. No, but that's what I assume they would do if, if certain of my loved ones became Alexa. (laughs) Their character traits were just also. I just assumed they'd be like, I hope you haven't been smoking, um, that kind of thing. Right. I, um, I, what did you think? I, I found it a bit creepy. Yeah. I, I've got uh, some recordings actually of my, my some voicemails that my dad left me. Um, yes. And if I listen to them, I cry, which is you know understandable, obviously. Mm. But I do. There is something nice about remembering what his voice sounds like, and I know that we're very lucky in today's day and age to be able to do that because often yeah. you wouldn't have recordings of someone's voice. So there is something nice about it. I guess if you were really, really wanted to keep them alive in mm. your mind, it is a nice thing. But I think I'd find it a bit creepy personally. Yeah, I don't think it's for me. Um, I don't have any recordings of my dad's voice. I did for a little while used to ring his phone so I could hear it. Uh, Was that him or was that my friend Kate? No, that was my friend Kate. My dad didn't. I did ring my dad's phone after he died, but I didn't realise it was actually a phone my sister (laughs) had lent. Anyway, it all got very confusing. Actually, she rang me. She rang me on what I thought was my dad's phone, and I thought I was getting a phone call from my dad from beyond the grave because it said dad mobile. And I answered and went, hello. Um, And it was my sister going, hello. 
And I was like, oh, God, okay. Um, and then I did used to ring um, my friend Kate's phone just to hear her voice sometimes yeah. before it all got chopped off. Yeah. So I can see the appeal of it in some ways. Um, but you know how, like, on the Nine News, Peter Harvey, who was their journalist for many, many years, and he died probably 10 years ago, and he's still the voice, isn't he? On tonight on Nine News. Yeah. He is the voice at the beginning of the news yeah. and it actually makes me sad every time I hear it. Well, there would be like, a lot of people who's, who's family... Not here anymore. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people whose who's dads or mums were voices of something that is still out there. And I mean, if you have famous parents, you see pictures of them all the time, don't you, I suppose? Yes. yes. I guess it's just different. I'm, I just, I don't know... I don't have an Alexa for a start, so I have to no. buy one. No, I <laughs> Or a Google, um, whatever. No, Google but I house. did, um, after that, reading that story, though, I then went into a bit of a spiral about reading about Alexa things that had gone mm-hmm. wrong because Alexa is notoriously, you know, mm-hmm. trying to take over the world. And there was this great story yeah. back in 2021 about a device that told a child to touch a coin to an, a live electrical socket because um, they, they the child asked the smart speaker for a challenge and then um, the smart speaker searched for a challenge online and found the most common one, which was this TikTok challenge or whatever, where you had to um, try and t- you get electric shock from touching a coin to a live electrical socket. And then the mum posted it online. And, of course, the people at, at the, um, the Alexa or Amazon or whatever changed it so that it didn't it couldn't happen again but no, my god happen. are the, the robots are really just taking and they're trying to kill us aren't they so it's just yes. a matter of time before they're all telling us to do stupid things run yes. out in front of that and car we're, <laughs> and we're so stupid that we'll do it apparently that's all it takes although this was a child mm. i suppose but then i probably if that if i thought that it was something that mm. you know was going to not kill me I, and but make me invincible i'd probably do it mm. That's just me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, moving on from the robots taking over, because obviously we don't really want that. Yeah. Um, we do want to, though, Lisa. Yeah. Get out and about, don't we? And tomorrow, yeah. in fact, we are going out and about together. Oh, well, we are. We? It's a special day tomorrow. Special day, isn't it? Special day. It's my birthday yeah. tomorrow. It is, and we're going out. We're going out but because of the train strikes in. Sydney, I've got panic already about how to get to your special date. So, you know, and this is all about having to go out and about again um, well, as I we get back, back to normal in quotes. Right. Well, let me just remember, remind you, Lisa, that you have mm. a panic about getting anywhere at any time. So yes. there's that. But I also, do. I got the bus home tonight. I have tonight. taxi panic. Yeah. I have parking panic. Uber panic. Uber panic. Yeah, um, I got a bus home this evening and it was absolutely fine. So okay, you'll right, find that you get to get a bus or walk from the city. Right. It's very close. Anyway, right. or, or or you know that's fine. But we'll work it aside. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're that's here aside. for. <laughs> yes, we're here to talk about um, getting over the hassle of going out. So that actually, that you should read the story and then you should learn from it. So I have read the story. That is why I put it on the list. That's right, and you should learn yes. for it. So I will learn from it. This Helen Hawkes, who I actually know. Hello, Ooh. Helen. She Hello, Helen. has written a story in The Guardian, and it's about um, why letting your social life wither has real consequences. Mm. And we, apparently we are all letting it wither, which yes. is, you know, unfortunate, isn't it, when we get to our age, everything withers. We've got social atrophy. Mm. Oh, I like that. It's a good line, yes. isn't it? Similar to when our muscles are underused for long periods. We haven't been using our social muscles. Mm. So they're, they're withering and um, we need to get them up and running again. Right. 
who was it today was saying to me or someone was saying that um or maybe it was in this story anyway anyway I can't remember where I read it or saw it or heard it Claire but that's brain fog we'll get to that later um but it was like isn't it amazing when people cancel you're like oh thank god yeah because you don't have to look like the person who's cancelled you look like the hero because you wanted to keep going out I know yeah I know it's crazy so a lot of people are saying things like when I think about facing the world I need to lie down um, the thought about getting dressed up is overwhelming, you know, yeah. it's really, everything sort of feels negative and you're just a bit nervous and also, yeah. but then you want to be out there, you want to be having the fun and the conversations, you yes. just don't need, you, there's like the middle bit is missing, which is the leaving the house bit. <laughs> and also the, the, apparently it's too, ris- we feel it's too risky to plan, but even if you think about that weekend in Melbourne, I mean, what a disaster on so many levels, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, we had a fab time, but it was also a disaster, so it really puts you off at actually planning anything or doing anything and that is a sign of further reduced social agility apparently Mm. Mm. but we must we must because you have to have social connections and I also think like I've noticed you know in the last little while of course they've put masks back as being mandatory on buses Um, well they have on my route and the bus drivers are very stroppy about it oh um but I think that's good because then I feel like you don't have to worry if you're one of those people who's a bit nervous about sort of travelling without a mask is that, you know, they, they kind of make it okay for you to still be... Well, on the one hand, it can make you feel nervous, more nervous than needed. I also feel like it gives you that sort of licence to then be a bit more cautious and if that's what gets you out of the house, then that's okay, yes. you know? So, yeah. Look, I just think you, it's a bit like you've got to rip off that Band-Aid. Once you get out, once you go out, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, you have a great fun. time and yeah. you see people in your gas bag and yeah. um, you have a few drinks and why yeah, not? Why not? Why, why not? not? Get out there, people. Why but not? I understand it. Um, you know, also, let me stay home in my buggy boots. Well, please do. No. Please yeah. do. Um, all right, it's time for a big question. A big, big question. question. This is an interesting one, Lisa. You put this on the list. I did. I will it ask is... you, or, or you can ask me if you like. I'll ask you, shall okay. I? All right, why don't you ask me? Claire? Ask the way. Yeah. Claire? Yes, Lisa. Would you, would you donate your urine to farmers to help feed the world? Yes. Oh, that's, that's it then. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Bye then. <laughs> um, I would. I would like to know a little more. Yes. So um, there's a shortage, apparently, according to The Guardian. There's a shortage of agricultural chemicals that make fertiliser because of the war in Ukraine. Right. Um, and your pea has a lot of fert- natural fertiliser in it. Mm. Enough, apparently, annually to fertilise 145 kilos of wheat. It's called oh. pea cycling, as I, in recycling, but pea cycling. I get it. It's pretty yes. amazing. It would, is amazing. I would, um, I would like to. I just think mm. about the times when you've done a urine sample at the doctor's and you're embarrassed mm. enough to carry that small cup around. <laughs> that carrying a giant vat jug. of wee. Yes. You'd need it to be picked up and dropped off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I would definitely donate my urine. I, I don't think yes. I'd carry it anywhere. It would need to be. It would need to be carried for me. I would if like you live to... in Vermont, you can do- donate it by the jug. Mm. A jug um, is a bit of a weird concept, isn't it? A jug of wee. Yes. 
Um, and they give you um, things to sort of help wee into the jug, funnels, free funnels. Mm. I don't know if they're lady-shaped or male-shaped funnels. Um, I th- would, all funnels would just do the same job, you would imagine, depending on how mm. big they are. Well, no, because if you think about it, any old shape will do for gentlemen. But ladies, yes. ladies mm. need, um, do you remember they were all the range a few years ago? Where you cut, cut, your, cut yes. your vagina, as it were. Yes, as it were. Um, mm. Apparently the price of urine has gone up recently from a mm. dollar for 25 litres to about six dollars for 25 litres. Right, well, that's it. I'm quitting my job. <laughs> Quite <laughs> a lot, isn't it? I'm going to become a wee specialist. Yes, God knows My, I know somebody who lives on quite a large property and he used to go out and wee on his paddock um, because he was, um, he was, he was drawing <laughs> out a cricket pitch. Oh, and it was kill, killing the weeds? No, uh, I think it must weed. have made it grow more. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think where he weed maybe was more abundant than where he didn't wee. Mm, story of my mm. life. <laughs> um, I do think I like the idea of using all these things. Um, I took, for instance, <laughs> took leftovers to work today that I didn't want because I didn't want yes. to waste them. It's just a natural progression for me, isn't it? Just like, doing your bit, just doing <laughs> your bit for the environment. Yeah. One day shepherd's pie, <laughs> the next day pissing everywhere. Well, I love shepherd's pie. <laughs> I'd have had that. <laughs> Wouldn't want to confuse the containers, would you? No. Con- no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and another medical news, Lisa. Have you read yeah. about the fact that if you can't do this particular thing, this mm-hmm. this test, you might die? Yes, and we all tried it in the office and we were mostly fine. Yeah, I was fine too. It says it says within 10 years you're likely to die if you can't stand on one leg for 10 seconds with your yeah. with your um free Arms leg by your side and or your something. free leg balanced on the back of your standing leg. Yeah. And what it's supposed I... to do is indicate your overall health. Yeah. I mean, I've got terrible balance, and I'm usually terrible at all those kinds of things, and I managed it quite easily, so I'm not sure how scientific this is. I don't know that it is. Well, they're also saying that 20% of people aren't able to do it, so that's not a huge amount considering that you're probably just part of the 80%. But they're saying that you should add it to your regular doctor's visits because it does show... Because balance is obviously very important as you get older. They did this test between 2008 and 2020, 1,700 people between 51 and 75 years old and that you got three chances to do it. Now, I just tried it at home mm. <laughs> did it first go, first go, amazingly. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't be able to do it because I just assumed that then I would yes, be in a complete panic that I was going to die yeah. immediately. But um, I think the people that have failed tended to have higher body weight, cardiovascular disease, high cholesterol or type 2 diabetes. So I right. guess if it's, if it's helping you determine as part of a whole lot of other tests whether or not you're a candidate for those things, I guess it's quite interesting. Mm. But it, you know it would be awkward what? if you did the test and in the in the course of doing the test you sort of fell over sideways and like <laughs> broke a hip or something. Yeah. That would – which then, you know – hastened your demise. your demise or whether you fell over sideways into a large bag of chocolate or something yes. like that, that we something like have. that um but they mm. were saying that people who couldn't stand on one leg for 10 seconds were associated with 84 percent increased risk of desk of desk of death over the next seven years 
Um, I don't know how scientific that really sounds to me, but mm. I think as long as you and I both were able to stand up for that's the main thing. That's all that way, matters. We'll keep going for another ten years, so that's nice. Yeah. Of course, balance is um, you know bad because it could be something to do with um, peripheral neuropathy. Um, it could be something to do with your ears, something to do with your brain, um, mm. or it could just mean that you're more prone to falling over. And of course, if you're prone to falling over as you age, that's quite hardcore mm. if you fall over you could have brittle bones and you know break your hip or whatever so that's right you just got to make sure that you um increase your increase your balance something yeah do something good to look after yourself all right well let's do some culture club um culture club lisa you've had you've watched lots of things read lots of things what have you been doing I don't know if I've read much, but um, i tell you what I've been watching. I have been watching The Twelve, which we watched together mm-hmm. at an event. Mm-hmm. We watched the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. We rather enjoyed it. Um, we did. It is the new show on Foxtel, and it's based on a Belgium show, but they have rejigged it for the Aussie market and slightly changed it. And it's the story of a trial, but it's focused very much on the lives of the jury, Um and it's got like every Australian name you can think of in it. Brooke, um, you know, Brooke Satchwell, <laughs> Kate Mulvaney, um, Marta Dubudorp, Sam um, Neil. Sam Neil plays the sexy silver foxy um, QC, which is his like perfect role, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, Brendan Cowell. Anyway, it, I think I rather enjoyed the first two episodes. I thought it was sort of quite good, solid viewing, to be honest. Yeah, I what liked did you it. Think? I really liked yeah. it. I heard some criticism of the fact that yes. nothing much happens. And I was like, well, what do you expect? It's in a trial. Like, lots of yes. things don't happen. And also, I thought the backstories were really interesting. Um, yeah. I did. I really enjoyed it. And I yeah, I'm looking forward, forward to, to the next. I'll watch the next yeah, episodes when they, when they drop. When they drop, Claire. as the young people say. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'm watching is I got Disney because I wanted, or I re got Disney because. Um, I think I've spoken about this before, The Better Things, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favourite shows of all time, Pamela Adlon, and um, she plays a single mother of um, three daughters with a mother, her own mother living next door, and she lives in LA, and she's a, quite a well-known actress. Um, but she's very boho, very bohemian, and we're up to season five. It's the last season, um, and I've got two episodes to go, and I will bore my eyes out for the last Aww. episode. It's the most beautiful show, and she's such a fantastic role model for women of a certain age, um, and she really makes me laugh, and she sort of behaves quite badly. Um, the soundtrack is absolutely amazing. I always like discover about four new songs each episode that are like brilliant, and I'm loving it so much. Um, and I really urge you all to watch it. The whole, um, all seasons are now on Disney. They were on Foxtel, but they're now on Disney. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing that is now on Disney mm-hmm. that I watched because it was there mm-hmm. and somebody told me to is the new Kardashians. And? Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so it moved to Disney from, I think, E, didn't it? Yeah. Being on E for 20 seasons. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've had to cover a lot of Kardashians in our in our media careers, haven't we? I I was the first person to put Kim Kardashian full cover in Australia. I would just like to put that out there. Well, yeah. um, I don't know if that's a I good thing you. or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but the new this is brilliant. The production values are absolutely amazing. It's like they've really upped the ante. Um, there's a lot of to camera where they're really quite knowing and funny, 
and um, I, I've just started the new season and, and Courtney and Travis are just all over each other like a rash, just mm. snogging each other's faces off, mm. uh, which I love that she's, you know, in her 40s and doing that. Um, and it's just, it's actually a really lovely uh, celebration of sisterhood and motherhood and, um, you know, they are, I know everyone looks down on them, but they're actually pretty, they're pretty funny and they're, you know, they're just getting on with life, aren't they, really, I, I in also, a very extreme way. Yeah, and I also feel like they've really grown into who they are. So yeah. before they were just like, uh, I don't know, like a bit valley girl, you know, kind of just a bit nothing because they're yeah. young. And now they are business women and they've made a lot of yeah. money. And they and are kind of... 100 got, kids and, and divorces. Got, yeah, they've got a bit of sort of smarts yeah. and stuff and yeah. a bit more awareness. So if, I think it, they would be more entertaining. I think if I watched them, my husband would divorce me. I might wait till he's over. Overseas. I would wait till he's overseas and then I think you'll Binge just sit there and spend a whole day watching oh, I can't them because wait. it's I can't wait. amazing. I mean, you know, love you, darling, but I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and Kim, Kim in, in the um, episode I've just watched is about to um, host Saturday Night Live. So oh, we yeah. know, obviously we know she meets Pete Davison okay. and then I just want to see that all unfold, yeah. you know. It, the whole yeah. thing is... Yeah, and they really keep they keep name dropping all their celebrity friends, which is fun as well. They're just much more knowing than they were, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, all right. I'll put it in my list of things to watch. Put it on your to watch list. Away. Yes. Um, I went to see Elvis. Yes, I can't wait. I haven't oh, seen it yet. Oh my god, it is so good. Now I'm not a massive Baz Luhrmann fan. Mm. I did read a really good headline where they said it gives it the old basil dazzle. Mm-hmm. That was quite good. Um, it's not too much basil or dazzle. It's a, well, there's a yeah. lot of dazzle, but not too much basil. Okay. It's very. Um, there's a bit of basil at the start, a bit of that sort of weird stuff where this, where the the camera moves around and words are on buildings and all that kind of stuff, but it disappears fairly quickly. And what you're left with is Austin Butler just being Elvis, and he is seriously amazing. He is a beautiful, beautiful man, which no one can deny, but also a really, really fucking amazing Elvis he's just mm. incredible it's so good if you're an Elvis fan that sort of level of him being sort of on screen is just so beautiful and like all of the live stuff he does and all of the costumes and everything is just amazing Bits did of you it play Spot the Aussie because um, there's you, so many well, Aussies you, in you it. You don't need to because it pretty much is just entirely Aussie so yeah, yeah you got Richard Roxburgh haven't you yeah. and um What's his face? You know that other handsome man. Yes, you've got. You've um, got all what's his the, name? His name is the other one that's like that. Mm, not, not <laughs> Simon Baker, but the no. other handsome one. Yeah, there's, there's David lots of, Wenham. David yeah, Wenham. David Wenham. Um, yeah. And then there's lots of um, people that you just know from around the place that you've seen yeah. before. It's a good. I really, I really enjoy. I suppose it because very, they shot it during much. all the lockdowns, they would have given. Um, lots of roles to Australians, wouldn't they? Because they shot it on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And so Yola, who's one of my favourite artistes, um, and I love her albums, she plays Sister Rosetta Tharp, doesn't she? Yeah, there's quite a lot of really good musicians in it and good yeah. sort of... There's also... You know how Baz always does all those, like, rap songs that are different songs yeah. of things? There's a bit of that as well. And that is kind of... It's a little bit annoying in a way, but it's actually done with a bit of restraint for him. So there's mm. there's quite a few moments where it could have just been really annoying, but he doesn't go. It doesn't merge into musical territory. So the songs are just playing, unless he's performing on stage. It's not like the song is telling the story or anything like that. So it's a, I just honestly I couldn't. I highly recommend it enough. Yes, it's very theatrical, I, very full on, very over the top, but it works and it's not as bazzy as it could be. 
I can't wait to see it. My only thing is that it's nearly three hours, so I have to pick the right time of day to watch it. Yes. Because for me to go to a, a seven o'clock screening for a three-hour film is a disaster because when do I eat my dinner? Yes, and that's important. All right, moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also saw Spiderhead, which is that Chris Hemsworth thing that's on Netflix. It came out very surreptitiously. It was also filmed oh. on the Gold Coast, filmed in Queensland. Um, it's not I haven't even heard of it. Never heard it's of it. It's on Netflix. It's a What's kind it about? of. It's a bit of a sort of dystopian, um, almost comedy kind of drama about. Um, they put these drugs into you. So they're people in jail. It's got Miles Teller in it. It's people who are in jail who get these kind of drugs put into their system, and they're testing them to see what the effects will be. And they have like a love drug that makes you fall in love or have sex with people or a drug that makes you fight people or whatever like that. And it's just, but it's oh, just, Chris. That sounds I, like white, white wine to me. I, exactly. I said to Lee, I never thought I'd say this, but I think I've seen enough Chris Hemsworth. Gosh. I know. I know. Wow. Yeah. That day has come. That day has come. All right. Um, and let's do something else now. Okay. Shall we do a what hurts now? No. What hurts no. no! What hurts now for you, Lisa? Um, no, I'm pretty good. I just read a story about brain fog, which made mm. me feel a bit better because I thought my brain fog was, you know... And actually, when I went to the doctor, remember I had my little checkup and I was mm. talking to her about brain fog and she said it might not be menopausal. And then there's this whole thing about going on about are we facing a brain fog epidemic? Um, wow. Which, there's, two, there's two things going on. One is that long COVID, mm. but also... Um, People are sort of just, um, it's a consequence of the stress of the last two years mm. as well. So th there's people who've got long COVID are getting brain fog, but also we're just all walking around unable to remember anything. Well, because you can't, so, you can't pinpoint a date, can you, at all? Because it's just that it could have been during COVID or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. And who are you anyway? Yeah. And what's your name? Yeah. And yeah. So um, I was quite reassured by that, that, um, you know, everyone's got it. Mm, got what? <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of what hurts now, I wanted to tell you what's hurting my cat now. Yeah, he had to have his anal gland expressed yesterday because oh, he was had dreadful. well, he had an abscess in his in his bottom, poor which little blocking Floydy. him from going to the toilet. Oh dear! And um, anyway, now he's sitting on my husband's jeans, so that's nice for no. everybody, isn't it? Um, um, question. Yeah. Could you, was it smelly? Could you smell that he had an infection? No, no, he just couldn't oh. go to the toilet. And when he went to the toilet, he was doing a tiny, weeny little hard pellety poos. And oh, I was like, nothing not, worse. You know, nothing worse, not is there? Um, and he was in a bit of pain. And eventually he was very hissy when I tried to look and see if there was anything wrong with his bottom. Mm. And so, but apparently if we'd left it too much longer, it could have been very serious because mm. he could have poisoned himself, obviously. And yes. So... That's get your not anal good, glands <laughs> Let's get your anal glands checked, everybody. Yes, check your anal glands. Um, they need a good squeeze, don't they? They do need a good squeeze. And mm. he's not happy with me and he won't take his medicine. But anyway, that's fine. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> Quickly, let's do some beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot. spot. Beauty spot. Um, um, you're getting some comments about your skin since you've been I using am. Trini. 
It is. It's a Trini update. Including so, good ones, I take it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good updates. Um, and I think we talked last week that I was going to start trying it in the morning. I haven't actually done that yet. Um, I've just been continuing with the evening, so I am quite conscious of not going too hard on my skin. Mm. But a few people have said my skin looks good. One mm. of them is me, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is your husband. <laughs> Telling my husband how good my skin looks. Um, and I'm finding as well that... That Trini stuff and then plus my Trini whatever cream it is, you know, cover cream that I'm mm, using, mm. that is an the absolute combo. game changer. Well, yeah. no, I, I'm really, I'm still a big fan of her moisturiser. I really am. Mm. I'm loving it. I also found something, you know how I was obsessed with that Dermalogica Hyaluronic yes. um, cir- Circular Moisture Boost thing? Well, it was like $95 or whatever it was. And I was like, much as I love it, I just don't want to have to spend that. But I was no. reading something online about Jennifer Garner, who's 49. Mm. She's obviously a spokesperson for Neutrogena, but she tried this Neutrogena Moisture Boost Hyaluronic Acid Serum. And it's $16 in Chemist Warehouse. So I bought some. It's got little kind of um, balls in it. Like it sort of looks a bit kind of techno. But it's, yeah. it really does feel just as good on my skin. Right. Well, that's interesting. So that's I I have been a big fan of that same, of that range's water gel ah. moisturiser. Ah. And I've long been a fan of that. And right. I think you can, let's have a look how much that is at the moment in Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, I think it would be, it would be um, similarly. It's cheap as chips. Mm. It's cheap as chips. And it feels like when you put it on, um, Clinique Water Surge. Moisture, moisture surge, surge. Ooh, Clinique nice. moisture surge. It's honestly, it's fantastic. Mm. Can't so recommend it enough. I feel like because um, I fifteen also bucks bought... it is at the moment there you in go. Chemist Warehouse. There you go. Half price. Bloody I bought um, some go-to hyaluronic serum because I thought, well, that's a cheaper. It's oh. like fifty dollars. I don't rate it. I don't rate it. Go-to is not cheap. Is that um, Zoe Foster Blake's yeah. range? No, it's not, not cheap, cheap but it's cheaper than Dermalogica. Cheaper. Yeah. I've liked. I've liked some of that stuff in the past. I've thought it was excellent. I have liked it too, but I don't mm. think it's for old enough. I don't think, oh, it's I for think my skin. skin is up too old for it. They say not, oh. but I, anyway. This I won't hear it. This I won't Trigina. hear it, Claire. <laughs> well, <laughs> as what, another word hurts now, which was, you know, yeah. uh, is beauty spot related, is that I'm 54 tomorrow. So, you know. No, I can't believe I it. I know. It's because of my Dermalogica yeah. slash Neutrogena moisture boost. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, God, so depressing. Anyway, it's not depressing. It's fabulous. We all age. It's better than the other alternative, isn't it? It's empowering. Yes. Listen, just so you know, Mm. I have left your birthday present under my desk at work, so you won't get it on your actual birthday. Excellent. Just thought (laughs) I'd let you know that. Okay. All right. But I have bought you a really good birthday present. Well, that's good, though. See, there's the the pros and cons, isn't there? It's like, wow. That's yeah. nice of you. You didn't have to do that. And we're going out to dinner tomorrow, so that's very nice. That's I know. Fun. As, unless you don't come because you can't get there. Um, and it, just look, one last thing, we're going to talk a little snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Um, you have told me that some crisps are okay, which is really, really high praise. Um, I've got two crisp-related updates. Yeah. One is Red Rock Deli Limited Edition Bourbon Glaze Sticky Ribs. Mmm. Sounds I think good. they're on special. Mm. Yeah, no, no, they were good. They were fu- nice. Not as good as those chicken and sage ones. No, they were good. Yeah. But no, they're, they're very munchable. Very mm. munchable. Mm. With a beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Tasty Tubes are back. Well, that's For nice. a limited edition. Mm. I'm not sure they're entirely the same as they once were. No. I think, they're, I think they used to be longer. 
I feel and like a slightly different consistency. Yeah, I feel like maybe there's been a bit of a bit of consternation around. Is that the right word? Mm. Around mm. them. So I don't think you're the only person to have thought that. Oh, okay. Mm. I can see why. Mm. I can totally see why. Right. Well, I haven't. I haven't tried any snacks this week of any great oh. import. Although I did see in the Aldi near my mum, they had the chicken and pickle chips that mm. were really hard to find. So if you need to go to Aldi Galston, that's where they. Yeah. Um, I have did... a I have a little Aldi update for you actually. Oh yeah. Mm. We bought a bottle of Taylor's wine from Aldi with a gold, stu- you know, sticker on it. Mm. It wasn't cheap, cheap. I think it was still 15 bucks or 14 bucks or something. Mm. And it was really nasty. Oh. And so Timmy wrote to Taylor's and just said, look, just letting you know, we had this. And it really wasn't very nice. And I sort of, not what I expect from Taylor's. Anyway, they sent us some wine. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So shout out to Taylor's. They were like, oh, that's no good. Let's send, us, let's send you something else. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Isn't that that lovely? Is lo- I love good customer service like oh. that. It came from a lady and she was the customer enggagement coordinator or something. That'd be a nice job, wouldn't it? Because you could yeah, always make making people day, happy. Even make if they people were happy with you, you could just turn things around. Yeah. Turn that frown upside down, Lisa. Yeah. And just one And what have thing. you been up to? Well, yeah, exactly. So uh, regular viewers of the PDAs, which is our Facebook group, will know that I posted mm. something in there the other day about air fryer eggs, hard-boiled eggs that you make in mm. the air fryer. Now, have you bought a new air fryer yet? Because no. we're all on the edge of our seats. I know you are. I know you are. I feel like no, I've you let haven't. you down, okay. but no, I haven't. All right. So, but then I was a bit worried that doing something so radical as cooking eggs in the air fryer might destroy it. So I thought, well, luckily... hard-boiled eggs. Yes. But what you do is you put whole eggs in for 100, at 135 degrees for 15 minutes. Right. So they're cut, you know, raw eggs in the shell. Right. So I Don't was they like, explode? No. And they cooked. And they mean they made hard-boiled eggs. You said they looked square. I think that was just my peeling. Um, right. But um, they, they looked a bit fine. too hard-boiled egg to me. I think you could you could certainly shave a couple of minutes off there, I think, if you didn't like them. And so this so is to stop you having to having to go to the effort of putting the eggs in a pan in yes. a, and put water on them Look, I f- for I 10 feel minutes. Like I f- or less, you know, you've got six yeah. minutes. I feel like that's fine, you know, like that's not a problem. Mm. It's not a problem either way. You do it if you want to. Yeah. They did come a bit a bit hard on the outside. Maybe they were a little bit, they had a little, the skin had kind of gone quite oh. hard. But Look, you're not winning me over no, here. No, well, I wasn't trying to. I was just wanted to do it to see what happened. Mm. And um, I did it. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> I, went and, I went and bought the fixings to do air fryer lemonade scones. Right. And but I haven't do, done them yet. Right, okay. Well, that's But right. I've got the fixings. That's the nice. only thing about them is, though, you make your scones right and then you have to cook them in the air fryer in batches. And by the time you've done three batches for 15 minutes, well, you might as well have just put them all in the oven for 45 minutes. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That is the problem, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> that's the I problem know. you face I in know. modern life. In modern, mm. in modern life, rubbish, isn't it, as they yeah. as I think. Also, I've never made a scone in my life, so why am I making them now just because I can put them in the air fryer? Well, that's the question, isn't it? You find yourself doing all sorts of things, mm. don't you? Like, I've boiled yeah. an egg five minutes, never even questioned it. Now I'm just like <laughs> air fryer mad, putting them in the air fryer. My husband sent me a message that said, fool. And I said, they're okay. And he wrote back, fool. <laughs> God bless yeah, him. Bless him. All right, yeah. well. Come to the PDAs if you want more okay. of that. So honestly, I don't know why you haven't rushed there already with that excitement. Yes. Um, okay. We'll see you, see you next time. And okay. um, 
you know, go and stand on one leg, go and buy yep. some cheap um, serum, eat some mm-hmm. snacks, watch some and, movies. And use your air fryer. Use your air fryer. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. And watch better things. Yeah. And also watch the Kardashians so that I can discuss it with someone. Okay. We'll talk okay. about it on the video. Bye. 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 Bye.